The following program is sponsored by Team Reba of Remax Metro East Side and Eric Osnes of Home Street Bank Home Mortgage. Welcome to Open House with Team Reba. Each week, Team Reba will be bringing you a roundup of real estate and mortgage news, along with information about the local Puget Sound region, highlighting some of the best and brightest entertainment options, family events, neighborhood highlights, and local business interviews, so you can feel right at home in the Pacific Northwest. Welcome once again to Open House with Team Reba. I am Reba Hass of Team Reba. And I'm Eric Osnes from Home Street Bank. Welcome back, Reba. Yes, thank you very much. Been gone for a few weeks here. Where you been? I have been in Panama. Nice. How was it? It was mucho bueno. Mucho bueno. Yes, yes. It was fantastic. We, uh, my husband and I, were down there, as you know, kind of checking it out for potential. pre-retirement planning right and uh went to the pacific side checked out some of that and then uh went over to the caribbean side yeah. and that's when it really kicked in that we were on vacation oh sure sure yeah. okay. partly you, you know why that blue water and those beaches and yeah and that. it wasn't just that no uh the power cord on my laptop died <laughs> So I had been working most of the first week we were down there. Of course. And then yeah. my laptop crapped out on me. So oh, it was yeah. forced me. That's like a vacation for me, you know, too. Yes. It's, uh, I'm always, you know, kind of gripping the steering wheel, you know, thinking about everything that's, that's, uh, Needs yes. to be happening when I'm back back at home. Yeah. yeah. I was still working about two yeah. to four hours a day while I was down right. there. And, uh, when that thing pooped out, uh, it was actually probably the best thing that could have happened because then I actually learned to relax there you and kind of reconnected well, with good. my husband, which I'm sure he was very pleased Excellent. about. Excellent. <laughs> well, and, and, we, uh, and we looked for property while we were there. Yeah. Yeah. Find anything good? We did. Yeah. We did, actually. We found property that would be possibly move-in ready for us as well as have investment opportunity. Really? And we also found uh, options of teardowns. Uh, Uh, And I I can just tell you right now, uh, James, I I had a picture of it and then I accidentally deleted it off my phone. We were going to text it to you and ask if there was any way we could get a renovation loan on this little shack. Yeah. In Panama. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I'll be right on that. (laughs) When I say it needs a a renovation, um, (laughs) one of the real interesting things about property down there is there's massive extremes. And have you been to Panama? No, haven't. Okay. So it's a wonderful place. Um, and it was funny because we, we had decided we wanted to go there well before the, the whole scandal about the Panama papers and whatnot came out. So we're not going there because we want some kind of tax haven or, you know, keeping anything from the IRS. That's, that's not our point at all. But, um, Panama is frequently on the top 20 of international places to move to for retirement. Sure, sure. And for a number of reasons. And we always look at what the categories are around that. So we decided, okay, we're going to go check it out, right? So we go down there, um, but the extremes are that, you know, this is a, a country that has had about a 5% uh, GDP growth annually for several years now. You know, after brisk, brisk pace of, of growth. Yes, yeah. 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 And yeah. it's one of the shining examples in Central America of good growth that has uh, a strong economy as well as stable politics. And mm-hmm. it also uh, runs on the U.S. dollar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, it actually right. it has a Balboa, but right. um, but, but you it's, it's use U.S. dollars there, right, 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 right. Yep. And so it was interesting to have that. But you see these uh, if you go into Panama City, mm-hmm. there's a crazy number of high rises. I mean, you think our downtown Seattle looks nuts with all the towers? 
We ain't got nothing really? on Panama City. I've got pictures I can show you guys during one of our breaks. But it was phenomenal, hmm. the number of towers and designs and styles. And it's one of the, one of the largest um, for uh, Central and South America in terms of large cities and the number of massive towers going in. And so you have that extreme of all these high-rises, of which the majority of them are actual housing, not just office buildings. Hmm. Then you go out into areas like um, Boca del Toro, which was the, the Caribbean portion that we went to, which is kind of the northwest part of the country, and there's a lot of islands there. And then you see, like, the shack we were going to send you. Right, right, Which right. literally sure. is a house built by found items. Over, overrun with monkeys, that sort of thing? Uh, well, no, they have these uh, little... Sand fleas, though, that, <laughs> that I found out they don't actually bite you. They throw up on you till your skin reacts, and then that's what they that just sounds enjoy. So special. It's wonderful. Yeah, it's great. their own version of Starbucks on you, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. But um, it, it was very interesting. But, yes, there are monkeys there, though, in several They're areas, and they have loud. sloths. So we got to see sure. a sloth and some yeah. other fun stuff. But uh, did a little snorkeling. But this shack, I'm not kidding. It's like um, sheet metal, uh, you know. Oh, the corrugated metal. The corrugated metal. Mm -hmm. And then the wood, uh, I mean, and you could see how the family had just pieced it together little by bit. Sure. And it was kind of crazy. They had at least three or four kids living in the shack along with the dog and the parents and no real sewer system. Facilities, right. Yeah, facilities went straight into the water because it was Mm -hmm. built over the water. So there's, you know, there's, there's massive extremes. Yeah, yeah. Right. And then the other thing we found out while we were down there was that, um, you know, you're, you're dealing with an economy where like the average Panamanian uh, person is earning maybe a couple hundred dollars a, a week, if that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Attorneys and engineers there average about $24,000 a year. So it's a very different kind of economy yeah, uh, than we've yeah. got. I mean, when you're used to seeing like Amazon employees making 120000 so a year. Someone or like us, we can go down there and live like a king then. Pretty much. Likely. And yeah. there's also so much available to you that you don't even have to go to a store necessarily for because there's like coconut trees and mango trees just right, everywhere. Right. And, you know, yeah. you can do some of your own cultivation. You can go out and fish. I mean, that's and that's one of the things sure. that my husband is really looking forward to is he can go out and do fishing and provide for our own household. Sure. But, we, you know, we'll still shop. As far as you know, he's not the world's greatest fisherman. We'll have to work Why on that with Why do you say him. that? Well, I, I just know how he catches crab. So we'll have to. Uh, I can okay, that's only because he doesn't things. have a boat. Yes. Okay. Well, everybody's got an We've been going out on kayaks. You know? Yeah. Well, crab don't Your care economies of scale are much broader than ours right now because you have a boat. It takes a little longer. Crab don't know I have a boat. <laughs> <laughs> but you can set more traps. We can only carry two at a time. <laughs> and they're only a certain size because they're collapsible. Ah, got it. Okay. I would say that he's better than you in some ways because he has to get more um, exercise. No. <laughs> No, he has to be more creative in how he can do it. Oh, that's true. Yeah. You know, because yeah, you've true. got the, the ease of a boat. But I'll tell you what, you know what? We're going to be able to have a test about mm-hmm. that very soon. Can I have a crab fish and throw down? Yes, because we're buying a boat. There you go. I've I, actually said it out yeah, loud. I knew, this, I knew this was we, coming. Well, yeah. you it should started, be happy. You're part of the problem is why I'm going to get a boat. at the boat show, and I saw the look in James's eye. And, you know, as oh, we're, the gleam I, in we're his like eye. pulling him yes. out of the boat show. Come on, James. It's time to go. It's time to go. like, no. So, okay, but yeah. you know the impetus for that was because while we were doing our show at the boat show, 
we had one of the guys who does financing mm-hmm. for boats come on. Yeah. And when he showed me that like Ransom a $35,000 boat could be financed with a payment that was less than $200 <laughs> a month, I went, oh, now, well, maybe I'll change my mind. You were sold and they reminded <laughs> you that you can write it off as a second home. That too. That too. Because yeah, we right. are going to get one. That was the other thing. That was yeah. my requirement. Yeah. Had to have a bathroom. Head, bed, and bread. That's yes. the rule. Did you guys know and that? Okay, we have guests second, in the studio. We haven't home. even brought them on yet. Yes, let's But let's just say that. So we have Fred Charles with Hi. us. Yes. Oh, well, nice Fred. voice. And then we also have Lilia Anderson yes. from Merrill Gardens. And you guys are here to talk today about Puget Sound Honor Flight. But uh, before we get to all that, did you happen to know that you could do that with a boat? That you can count no, as a second I residence. I know that. That is no. interesting. Isn't that fascinating? What, there's another requirement behind, you know, yeah, not just the heads, uh, beds, and bread. Head, head, bed, bread, meaning that you can have a bathroom, that you can sleep on it, you can cook on it, and then you have to use it as your second home at least 14 days out of the year. So you oh, take just a darn. I have to be on a boat for two yeah, weeks. Yeah, darn. <laughs> and it doesn't have to be all at one time. It can be cumulative. Yeah. You know, wow. Weekend here, weekend there. And yeah. you can you could actually write that off as a second home. Is and that a local thing? That's a national no. thing. That's the IRS rule. So, yeah. Yeah. You learned so, something today, didn't you? Sure did. I had a motorhome, but they didn't have those kind of goodies. Well, you could have. Uh, <laughs> technically, that would have fallen into the same type of category that's true yeah, that's yeah. right yeah absolutely yeah so yes and um so um and and uh, as we're going to get into to more with our guests here so we're so happy to have you guys here with yes. us and and going to be talking Thank about you. the the uh, puget sound honor flight which is just new i'm still excited about that program is i that know what we're talking about yeah good well of course okay. that's yeah. what we're talking about <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> You're looking at me like I said something wrong. And I'm no, like, I was just trying know? to decide, were you planning on going into that right now? or did No, you I want to finish to... up with, with okay. you first. So, okay, um, so yes. Yeah. And, and, so we're going to and... get a boat so we can have a throwdown. No, I don't care. I, well, absolutely. <laughs> well, yeah, bring it. That's all I can say. Bring it. Okay. So I haven't even told you all my secrets yet on how to catch crab. So, yeah. So we'll... Um... I have been with you crabbing, though, because mm. I've seen it. No, wait. I have... No, I've been shrimping with you. I take that back. You're right. I, I haven't seen everything, but I have heard you talk about the nasty mix that you use to that's for shrimp entice them. Yeah, that's for shrimp. Oh, that's just yeah, you're only for them, huh? Yeah, yeah. Crabs, crabs whole different deal. Prefer a different nasty yeah, whole mixture. different menu. I have completely different menu for crab. Yeah. Have okay. you ever tried yeah. the little crab pots on the end of a fishing line? Oh yeah, yeah. The no. little baskets. Those are kind of fun. They're like little ones. Yeah, they're about that big, square. Have little snares on. Put them. a little. Yeah. Oh, really? Turkey or chicken or something in there and cast it out. And I did not know they had those. Absolutely, yeah. They don't work a hundred percent, but you can catch with them. Yeah. That's interesting. They have little okay. nylon loops on them. The crabs get their legs in them, and then you reel them in. Oh, okay. So you feel them like getting kind of stuck yeah. inside of it a like little bit, like a fish. Okay, and I, do they tend to fall out sometimes too? Oh, yeah. Not if there's bait Most in the, the basket. Time. They won't let go nor- normally. They're not letting go of that food if they, can, oh, they yeah. see okay. it in there. Okay. Yeah, they'll, they'll hang on. Because they're like, feed me. They'll fall it all the way. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. okay, I'm going to tell you something also about Panama, though. They mm-hmm. have these blue crabs. This is one of the things that was very interesting. So we were getting the, the flea bites, but um, we weren't getting mosquito bites because, of course, they have geckos down there. So mm-hmm. the geckos and the bats and other things um, keep a lot of the bugs that. at bay, yeah. which is really awesome. I love that because one of the reasons mm. I love about Pacific Northwest is we don't have the same kind of bugs like you have in Kansas where you're right. just like constantly mm-hmm. surrounded. But um, the cra- <laughs> I was expecting spiders 
And instead, it was mostly I had to stop from being freaked out by little crabs running around everywhere. Because <laughs> you'd be walking down a you know a little boardwalk, a little crabs <laughs> a little running everywhere. Crabs, yeah. And they have these pretty blue crabs that don't look pretty when you first notice them because they're almost always covered in mud because mm. they're burying themselves sure. on the land. Oh, sure. But you'd be walking into town, and especially at night, these massive crabs would be coming out from under the sidewalks because they would bury themselves under everything. You'd see these huge holes. And I was like, are there snakes? What is it? And it was like these crabs just everywhere. But we heard that they're not tasty. Well, we'll talk more about Reba's crabs when we come back on Open House with Team Reba. (laughs) Stay tuned. And we have more with the uh, Heritage Flight, which is a fantastic thing. Stay tuned. If you'd like to call into the show, now's your chance. It's 866-712-1300. Now, back to Open House with Team Reba. Welcome back to Open House with Team Reba. I'm Eric Osses, and I'm from Home Street Bank. And I'm Reba Hass, and I'm from Team Reba, Remax Metro East Side. There you go. And I'd like to remind all of our listeners that this is a live call-in show. If you have questions for us or for our guests, uh, give us a call. You can reach us toll-free at 877. No, no, 866-712. Here, you, you tell it. 712. 712- 1300. 866-712-1300. You know, we've been on air almost a year. You think you'd have that sucker seared into your brain by now? No, no, no. Every now and then, I uh, that 866-877 I know. You just, yeah. You and numbers. Uh, I I hate to think that you might be dyslexic since you run numbers all day. There's there's this car commercial (laughs) where uh, they interview a government accountant. And they, and they and they they list the all the features. Ever. They list all the features of this car, and they say, "Well, after all of that, adding up all these features, what do you think this car should be selling for?" And he says, "One million dollars, uh, thirty-eight million dollars." And the guy's like, uh, "Aren't you off like a couple zeros on that?" He goes, ah, "I'm always doing that." <laughs> that would be accurate. There we go. <laughs> Speaking of numbers, yes. Do tell. Do you have some for yeah, us today? Brexit continues to shine on the mortgage market right yes, now. Yes, they were so, mentioning that um, as we were on the break. just over the break. Yeah, um, yeah. This this whole thing is has um, really kind of shed light on on just how sort of weak and unstable the global economy is right now. It's a bit of a mess, and uh, and our U.S. Treasury uh, securities mm-hmm. are are the the golden child right now for investors across the the the, the world. If you compare our uh, measly 10-year Treasury, which is now yielding down into the 1.3% range, first this is the lowest it's ever been. Oh wow! And uh, but but compare that to Germany, which has negative interest rates right now. Yeah. Where if you invest money and hold it to the full term, you get back less than what you invested. So so our measly 1.3 something or other mm-hmm. looks. Fantastic in, in comparison. Compared to negative. Right. Yeah. Now, the mortgage markets have been holding back, holding back, holding back. We've seen the rates drop just a little bit, but, but you know, bond traders are, are, are nervous and they're afraid that this is, there's just going to be a knee jerk reaction and they'll go right back up. I always I, imagine these guys at work with like massive facial tics. Oh, yeah. And they're big <laughs> bottles of Metamucil <laughs> on their desks and all of that, you know. Okay. That was TMI. Oh, well, yeah. Okay. Anyway. Sure. So, um, <laughs> It's sticking so far. The rates are staying. Oh, they do need so the they're, they're coming down. Yeah, no, no. Well, that's oh, sorry. Part, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes. 
that too. Uh, so, so what we're experiencing right now is is really uh, we're at a three year low point right now for for mortgage rates. A, a conventional thirty year wow. fixed rate loan. Uh, and frankly, folks, anyone listening to this, oh. if you've watched what rates have been in the last three years, they've been nothing but amazing. Right. Absolutely it's, outstanding. They just got better. Yeah. So that's just incredible to believe. Yeah, 30-year fixed conventional loans are, are averaging right now around 3.375%. So we're wow. under the 3.5% mark. 15-year uh, fixed rates around 2875 <sighs> FHA loans are around 3.25. That's crazy. So crazy it's, good. Uh, we're, we've been super – my phone all weekend was going going crazy while I'm out catching crab. And While uh, you're attempting yeah. to have the long yeah. holiday weekend. Given, yeah, that's right. Uh, but uh, it, it's getting very busy. So, mm-hmm. so one of the things that will happen with – uh, lots of people are refinancing. That Delays doesn't... in financing closing? Yes. It's going to take yeah. a little while. But get oh, in line. Fine. It's worth waiting a, a well, little bit it, for okay, that. Okay. If you're doing a refi, like no problem. How is it affecting purchases, though? So far, we're hanging in there on purchase loans. So transactions are taking. If you, if you are working on a purchase contract, I don't care what lender you're working with, I'd recommend that you set aside at least about 45 to 60 days to close your transaction. Uh, wow, it, that's a real possible, push in time. It's possible okay. to get them done sooner. You know, maybe mm-hmm. maybe forty five days. We can get them done in thirty days. But we also have this thing called TRID, yep. uh, which the is the reason I drink. Yep. The, yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. Mm-hmm. Which adds some 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 it's delays. Not, it's not what it to means. Lily is laughing and looking and at me like it actually me? stands for. <laughs> Yeah, it stands for the Truth in Lending Real Estate Settlement Procedures Act Integrated Disclosure Rule. But you probably Which is why we that say already. a mouthful. The yeah. reason I drink, yes. Right, we just shorten it up to TRID, the reason I drink. So, uh, But it adds time to the, the closing process. So yes. just plan on that. And if, as long as everybody plays nice and works together, you know, yep. we'll, all, we'll all get through it. But we are literally at historical uh, low interest rates. Yeah. So it's a good, good time. It, I always feel like we're – the kid calling wolf too many times because mm-hmm. we've been saying that for I so know. long. And well, Brexit, but, Brexit, no one saw that really coming. No, like we knew it was coming, but no one thought it would actually happen. We didn't think it would go through. I know. And, even uh, while, so I'll yeah. tell you, even while I was in Panama, that's the thing is it's such a, a multicultural group of people that we were around all the time. Mm-hmm. And we were hanging out uh, waiting to go on a snorkel tour one day at this youth hostel. And so there's people from all over the planet there. Mm-hmm. And there were people from the UK, mm-hmm. South Africa, Australia, uh, Ireland. Like there was whole big, you know, multinational sure. groups. And and they were talking about Brexit. Sure. And the the guy from Australia was basically harassing the guy from the UK. Of like, course. What's yeah. wrong with you guys? Yeah, that's sort of the standing joke. <laughs> you know, know? <laughs> an Englishman, an Irishman, and a Scotsman go into the bar. The Englishman wants to leave, so they all have to leave. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so anyway, it's just kind of the way it's going right now. But uh, yeah, oh, we're, we're just uh, we're we're dealing in sort of uncharted waters right now. This is very yeah. very fascinating to follow. Interesting, but it's you yeah. know one of the areas where we really do benefit is mm-hmm. mortgage rates. Not so great if you're trying yeah. to go out and save some money buy a CD or something like that because the rates are going down for those. So yep. if you're retired, Plus music's and on a practically fixed income, free. Yeah, it, it's it's. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> we just, know you mean certificate of deposit. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hope like, my so. son is listening to this. They're in the process of buying a home. So yeah. Ah, and are they here in this area? Uh, Covington. Oh there, yeah. There oh. you go. Yeah, yeah, that's this area. Well, you might want to uh, give them a call after we get off the not air. Yet, uh, tell him to maybe hold off just a little bit before locking in his interest rate. Yeah, or um, give us a call here at the show. 
Yeah. And and we're always available too if if anyone has questions or if you need individual feedback, uh, a, a sort of a, a break even analysis. Does it make sense to refinance? For instance, mm-hmm. uh, give us a call. You can you can tweet me. Eric is my banker. You can email Eric at ericismybanker.com. Reba, uh, you're out there. You can tweet at her at Team, team Reba. Reba. Or you can email her, info at teamreba.com. And in case anyone's wondering, Reba is spelled R-E-B-A. Yeah, well, I just wanted to let you know I got that right, so yes. I'm feeling pretty good I about know. that. I know. I was actually waiting yeah. for you to stumble, and you actually got it correct. No, no, That's no, no, wonderful. No. Yeah, I got that down. You screwed up the other phone number, but you know, there's always yeah. something you do each week. Yeah, well... <laughs> There's the show's not over yet, right? Well, no, you've already done one poof, well, so we'll see if another one shows up. <laughs> sure, I try and at least one per segment, right? <laughs> yes. Anyway, minimum of one per segment. Yes. Well, on to our guests. Like I'm, a I'm really, show. I'm really um, excited to um, yes. to talk with our guests and and uh, and so so uh, Fred Charles. So Fred um, is um, uh, we're talking about the Puget Sound Honor Flight right. and and and. Um, Lily, you now you're and Lily, you were in, instrumental Lilia. in getting that set up, right? Okay. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about that. What well, it is, and, 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 and I accidentally ran into Denise, who is one of the uh, board members with Puget Sound on our flight, and it was some conference, um, and we just happened to struck up a conversation, and she was telling me about what she does and about this program, and I just thought, gosh, maybe us as a team here at Merrill Gardens, we could do something about it and really make a difference and and really uh, focus on trying to support this program because we have so many veterans who live at Merrill Gardens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I was curious to know because uh, – so for anyone who doesn't know what Merrill Gardens is, do you want to just quickly – Merrill Gardens say? is a retirement community in mm-hmm. Renton, and we have uh, 20 veterans who live there um, currently. Oh, yeah. And uh, what Puget Sound Honor Flight does is they sponsor veterans. They fly them to D.C. It's a completely free trip for them. It's a three-day trip, and then they visit all the memorials built in their honor, and then they bring them back. It's just an amazing, amazing organization, and and they do great work. So far, they've been able to sponsor over 500 veterans. They've done 14 flights, and they have two more coming up in the fall. Uh, but and are those already fully funded? They are. They, they are. Um, okay. They are. But we have more coming up in um, next year. They do at least four. Okay. Per year. And that you just have, gives me goosebumps. That's so cool. Yeah. And yeah. so part of the reason um, we have you on here today, um, many of our listeners know that I'm very locally engaged with the Renton Chamber and the Business Development Committee, of which I'm a member, as well as being on the board of directors for the chamber. We did a meeting yes. at Merrill Gardens. You guys had a wonderful meeting space, and we came there, we and it was uh, wonderfully hosted by your organization, even with uh, pastries and other goodies. Uh, I have to ask, do you offer that service all the time? We do, and Richard just happened to call. I guess they were um, they didn't he didn't have a spot, and it was a last minute thing. And I said, absolutely, we'll make it work because we okay. do a lot with the chamber as well. Well, that was a great meeting room and a nice setup. Everything you guys did just top notch. So for anyone listening, if you're looking for some meeting space, I definitely would recommend people try and reach out to you. But um, you brought up the Puget Sound Honor Flight to us at that meeting. And I remember you handed out flyers for us, which I, anyone listening, you guys know that we post our old shows on the blog. So teamreba.com slash blog. 
And I took that flyer and I posted it and put it out to some of our social media and then wanted to reach out to you because as I was mentioning to uh, you and Fred before we got on air, my family has had a very long history of um, many people serving in the military. And uh, we know it's always a sacrifice, whether you serve in conflict or you're just serving even in peacetime, there's Mm -hmm. always, uh, there's still sacrifice no matter what. And so I just found it really heartwarming and I wanted to make sure that we gave you an opportunity to get this out to a a bigger audience because you have your event coming up. So now Merrill Gardens does an annual fundraiser and an auction and we do it on the second of second weekend of each July. Okay. So far, we've been able to sponsor twenty seven um, veterans, but of wow. course, we always try and do more. So the one that's coming up is this Saturday at Merrill Gardens in Renton from three to seven, and we put on a great show. We have live entertainment. the The dinner is phenomenal. It's only thirty dollars per person. Oh, that's very reasonable. Yes, and then we have the the auction. Okay, and so the auction itself is, uh, well, I'm not sure if we'll be able to get to all of it, but is, is it a lot of donated items? All the items are donated. Okay. We have tickets, we have baskets, we have um, like vacation places. Okay, um, so lots of experiences. All that, sorts of things that people okay. donate for the auction. And I got to say, many of the way auctions are held nowadays, because they come with cool experiences, not just stuff, because mm-hmm. people have a lot of stuff, right? I love traveling because I love the experience. I might buy some stuff while I'm out. But for me, it's always about the memories that you can create, right? right? So I'm really happy to hear that they're doing those types of things. So we're going to have to go to a quick little break here. Uh, But when we come back, we're going to go a little bit more into the program itself. And we'd love to hear Fred's experiences since he was just on one uh, this year. Okay. All right. We'll be back in just a few. Got a question? Call it in. 866-712-1300. Now, back to Open House with Team Reba. Welcome back to Open House with Team Reba. I'm Reba Hass of Team Reba. And I'm Eric Osses from Home Street Bank. Yes, you are. Happy to be here. And with us uh, today, we have uh, two guests that are talking about the Puget Sound Honor Flight. And so Lilia Anderson with Merrill Gardens, who's basically helping, you know, get this, got this whole thing going, which is so fantastic. Literally getting it off the ground. Right. And uh, Yes. And, uh, I like and, that. And we have Fred <laughs> Charles. And, and Fred, um, uh, you were uh, recently went on one of the Puget Sound Honor flights. This past May. Yeah. Tell us, tell us about your experience. The, it's an, a, a fantastic experience. You know, when you take, when I was invited, I didn't really have any idea what was going to happen. But the organization is so great, the volunteers that run this are unreal. The way they put everything together and keep it together. It's a fast-paced program. You're there for three three days, basically, but it's nonstop. Sure, sure. Six o'clock in the morning till. Whenever you quit it, you're regimented. Did it <laughs> right. remind you of your military time? Just about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, bringing back the experiences. So, okay, before we get too far into the experience itself, so tell us what was your military background? Yes. Well, I was part of the. Well, it was originally called the U.S. Air Corps, now the Air Force, and uh, I flew C-47s in the Pacific during those the Sky Train months, right? Sky Train. Sky Train. Right. Yeah, and you said which which years were you serving? Uh, from uh, 
1944 to through to the end of 45. Okay. Wow. So you you were you were there. You saw the the end of the end of the war then, or pretty pretty close to it. Well, actually, our our flight group were into at Sugi Airport in Tokyo before the war ended. Wow. Before MacArthur signed the treat, peace treaty. Oh, wow. Right. Yeah. And uh, we flew in a communications signal corps outfit so they could communicate. So we flew in this day and didn't know what was going to happen because we had no communication with the Japanese at the time. Oh, wow. And uh, had a pretty good experience, really, with them. They backed their little trucks up to the airplanes and offloaded everything like nothing had ever happened. So oh, for it was quite out. interesting. And and were you so were most of your flights were you flying cargo then what were you actually flying at the at the time during the period in the Philipp, in the Pacific yeah well it was a little bit of everything we had the fly flew cargo we flew troops around picked up the wounded from wherever they were fighting did what you call drop missions where we dropped supplies mm -hmm. to the troops back up in the hills and stuff wherever they were sure sure and. Uh, and, and and what islands? So you mentioned the Philippines and, and well, Japan. It was everything between Australia and Japan. Yeah, everything. So wow. it was basically New Guinea and uh, the Philippines. You basically. saw a lot of water. A lot of water. <laughs> Boy, I can only imagine. Huge expanses of water. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and 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 what was it like back then? I mean, how old were you at the time when you were when uh, you were flying? Around twenty. Around twenty, and 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 are you f originally from this area? No, I originally uh, came from the Middle West, from okay. Kansas and Missouri and Iowa. What? Where? And, well, I lived in, you mean in Kansas? Yeah. I lived in a little place called, I was born in a town called Downs. Uh, lived in, a, went to high school in a little town called Solomon, which was close to Salina. Yeah. And uh, also I used lived, to compete against Salina in a swim team. I was, oh. I grew up in Kansas from about 6 to 20 I lived on a big ranch out in a place called Russell, Kansas, which is out <gasps> oh, west. Oh, my dad's name is Russell. I know where Russell, Kansas is. Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah. actually, one of my assistants world. is there. Yeah, no, I, I grew up in Newton, just outside of Wichita, and I got a lot of family all from around the area, and they're all mostly still there too. So, For, yeah. Uh, now, yeah. What, what brought you out here? You know, I look back and I try to figure out what did that. <laughs> I was going to to school in Missouri at the time. And I just finished a year, and my draft card was knocking on the door. Sure. And I had a sister and her husband lived in Bremerton, and why, I don't know. I got on a train and came out here and and uh, never went back. Oh, for crying out loud. We have, uh, Reva, we have very similar backgrounds. My mm -hmm. my grandpa was uh, working in um, South Dakota, the home state gold mine, and he was a pipe fitter, and they needed help out in Bremerton. Uh, working on oh, the aircraft right. carriers, yeah. so so my grandpa picked his whole family up and moved out to Bremerton to work on on the aircraft carriers. Uh, later, that ended up in a transfer to um, Pearl Harbor. So mm -hmm. during World War II, he ended up working uh, working in Pearl, yeah. and wow. uh, and uh, my grandma cried and cried and cried that they were getting shipped off to some godforsaken <laughs> island in the middle of nowhere. They had no idea what to expect uh, with that. But I can only imagine, you know, mm -hmm. you know, with here with you, you so you. So you all of us have some kind of connection to Bremerton because my brother, who I told you was a uh, Navy, mm -hmm. uh, was actually stationed in Bremerton for a period of time because he was a submariner. 
So he was on nuclear subs. And then my best friend's uh, son was also my there dad, for a while. My dad was a submariner. Yeah. So he, he ran the old it's a diesel special boats. Kind of, yeah. special kind of people. That's right. That's that go right. on subs. Well, that, oh, so fascinating. <laughs> so so – and, and so in your your time, so you're flying all over, and you're in the Pacific Conference, which was mm-hmm. brutal, just brutal. And and uh, so what was it like being a 20-year-old, you know, kind of jumping into that? Well, you know, looking back and thinking about that time, actually, I probably shouldn't say this, but it really wasn't too bad. Yeah? Uh, when we were in New Guinea, uh, because we were a transport outfit, we did flights into Australia monthly with what they called R&R. So we were always flying groups of other Air Corps people into Australia for these Oh, I see. Sure. sure. R&R. And, of course, we always So they were got, always in a really good mood. Well, and we always <laughs> had a pretty good time, too. The plane always quit flying when you got there. Funny about that. Funny. Yeah. Sydney. Kind of broke down a little <laughs> bit. Odd how that happened. <laughs> yeah. Safety first. Had a good crew chief. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Where'd those spark plugs go? Dang, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, for crying out loud. Oh, man. So so going on your Puget Sound Honor Flight was maybe a little bit like that because you got to go and have a little bit of fun. A lot of fun. Yeah? A lot of busy fun. Yeah. What did, what did you see when you were in, uh, back in D.C. then? Yeah. Oh, we saw every uh, memorial that they've been built back there and they boy they've got a lot of them and uh, they just had this scheduled time so we hit every one of them and uh, in the two days and so it was non-stop and going right in the middle of our flight it was the uh, oh my golly that weekend uh, did you go memorial. around memorial weekend yeah it was memorial okay. day oh, weekend wow, so wow. they had a lot of activities back there that they honor fight people I would think so. Like, we just had 4th of July, and I actually, yeah. a girlfriend of mine who heads the teachers' union for um, uh, Highline was just there. And so she got to watch the fireworks down on the mall. And she said it was just absolutely amazing. Well, she sent me little video clips. I'm like, thanks on a small screen. They're not quite as impressive. But <laughs> well, we yeah. took part of all this memorial activity that they put on back there. And here again, that, that group of volunteers adjusted everything they had to adjust everything from a timing standpoint mm-hmm. so right. that we could do that fantastic so flexible but right. on top of everything now and you also got to go with a family member correct yep my son my oldest son went with me yeah yeah took care of me was that impressive to him to see yeah he'd never been back there and he really he really enjoyed that and i guess the big thing that i found out of that that you know, you have a relationship with your kids as they're growing up. Mm-hmm. But that was a little bit different because we were living together pretty closely for three days. And uh, mm-hmm. it worked out quite well nice. for us. So. Gave you a chance to sort of reconnect. That's right. Oh, yeah. that's good. That's yeah. good. Well, you know, that, any any kind of an activity like that is, is it can really be priceless. You get so many good memories from that. They yeah. put him to work, too. Did they? Yeah. Good. Well, good. <laughs> they should. Now, I, I just see it from the standpoint, too, of if you're uh, a family member who gets to go to that. Because that's one thing about when you're the person who's serving in the military, there's one level of sacrifice that you give. And your family also has some of that. But it, it, it never really hits home for some folks, really what you do or what's been given 
in that time. And I just think that that is incredible that you get to share that with somebody who then gets to take away from that experience. uh, What, what I would hope would be an even greater um, kind of pride and support and just understanding of all of that. Yeah, I think so. A better appreciation of really what World War II was so long ago now that not many people understand really what took place back at that time period. Well, and and at this point, with what, you know, I don't want to get into a whole political discussion, but with where we all are, and we're even talking about things like Brexit and what have you, being reminded of these big conflicts and what they were about and how we came together to deal with them um, on a multicultural basis. Oh, it's just so important, really. I, um, I, so I, th- I think it's yeah. fantastic. You're, abs- you're absolutely right. I just wish there was a way that we could impart that on on my generation and mm-hmm. the generations coming up behind us. Yeah. The, the it's hard to take level that of sacrifice that, that everybody in our country – you know, went through during that time, especially World War II. Mm-hmm. And I remember even my dad talking about riding around as a kid on his bike. Um, they they saved the wrappers from gum, you know, for the metal. Um, yeah. there, there wasn't mm-hmm. a scrap of metal anywhere to be found because that was all turned back in. And, and the rationing and, yeah. um, you know, everything that went into that war effort. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a fascinating mm-hmm. book called The Arsenal Democracy that talks about locally here. Uh, even uh, you know what what how we converted our factories to building tanks and building artillery and and of course Boeing mm-hmm. and uh, yeah we've, and wars are so different today they aren't anything like any of these past wars right. that no. we've gone through they're just no. totally different right so yeah very very different kind of experiences none of them are good but no yeah. no no but it is I have to agree with Fred is that being appreciative while especially being there with like when I went with Louise and and just watching them and hearing their stories and mm-hmm. I mean you you people just get teared up and and it's every memorial you visit um you just can't help but just get super emotional about it oh, um, yeah. knowing this is this isn't just stories these are real people that had to live through this true impact absolutely yeah i I've been to other kinds of memorials, and that's one of the things that um, I'm looking forward to going. I've, I've been outside of D.C. for work before in the past when I was outside of working in real estate, and I'm looking forward to – like that's that's a goal for me to get there. I think mm-hmm. it's great that you got the opportunity, but I've been to other memorials like for 9-11 and mm-hmm. Oklahoma City bombing and walked away from each of those – completely moved but we'll be back we're going to talk a little bit more about the program and what you can do to be part of it when we get back in uh, about one minute okay open house has open phone lines give us a call at 866-712-1300 Now, back to Open House with Team Reba. Welcome back to Open House with Team Reba. This is Eric Osnes from Home Street Bank. And I'm Reba Haas from Team Reba, REMAX Metro Eastside. All right, and we have with us um, a couple guests with the Puget Sound Honor Flight. So Lily Anderson and, um, and um, Fred Charles. And, and we're so happy you guys are here with us today. I was actually thinking about Thank the you. show coming up uh, over the weekend. Um, I was up on uh, Camino Island. And I'm I'm pretty sure it was the um, uh, probably the um, uh, the Payne Field um, 
uh, historic uh, group up there. Paul Allen has a group yeah. up there. The I, I just based out on the name of the um, uh, the museum up there, um, yes. uh, Flying Heritage Museum, uh, and or Flying Heritage Collection. I think is what they. Yeah, there's call two it. of them up there: the Heritage Collection and Paul Allen's collection. Right, They're two right. different. Oh, got it. Well, I, we're out uh, out on the boat pulling in, you know, some crab Crabs. pots, <laughs> and I and I hear that that unmistakable sound of uh, a squadron of planes are coming our way. And, uh, and this was a group of, of fighter planes. I think it must might have been from Paul Allen's collection. I saw some P-51s. I saw, um, I think I saw a Curtis, I think a Tomahawk up there. There was a Mitsubishi Zero up there, uh, all flying in this group. But just the sound of those, uh, those uh, prop engines coming up, that still always, just always gives me goosebumps. Awesome. And, I, I'm thinking. I, I look at my brother and I say, "Man, I'm glad you know it's you know 2016 and you know not not 1942 and we're German." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> because uh, you know that that's that's the sound that that that, that helped us win the war. It really right. really was something. So, and you were part of that in the Pacific Pacific Conference in the Pacific. Pacific yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It was. Uh, it was a real experience, really. Uh, I guess as a kid when you're flying that, which we were kids, you know, you mm-hmm. don't really give a lot of thought. It was just something we did every day sure. and flew. And uh, we'd look at the flight operations and go down and see whoever we were flying or if we were flying that day and the way we'd go, and that was it. Some of them were short flights. Some of them were long. So, yeah. So when you went back to D.C., with the Puget Sound Honor Flight, did you go up to where the pilots were and give them some tips on <laughs> flying? Was that part of it? <laughs> really didn't run onto any back there. Okay. <laughs> well, did go to the Air Force uh, Museum or not Memorial? I mean, and yeah. uh, it was quite impressive. In fact, little story there: they have three big spears. I don't know if you've seen them. Oh, mm-hmm. three hundred feet high. They're three big ones, and they said. Uh, if they had been there when that they flew into the Pentagon, the planes would have hit those spears instead of the Pentagon. I thought that oh, was really? kind of interesting. Wow. So, huh. Wow. Ooh. So were those a relatively new addition then? Yeah, I think in 2003 or four or something like oh, that wow. they were built. Okay. Oh, for crying out loud. Huh. And I did not know that. Yeah. Now, yes, as it was this was built a, after nine eleven, this okay. was a it's a defense thing or it's art. It's it's art. It's art. It's, art. it's yeah. just it's yeah. three hundred feet. Wow, up that's three of them. that's way yeah. up there. But wow. potentially now could be. Sure. Let's <laughs> hope they never have to. Yeah, absolutely. But okay, so so you went back. It's three days. You're on this rigorous schedule, but you get a chance to have camaraderie. Now, did you know anybody else who was on? Not a soul. Not a soul. Okay. Except son, but other than right. nothing. So it's a group of the uh, veterans from the northwest area. Okay. And you're just on the. And so how list. are they chosen? You get to you get on a wait list. You okay. You go to the website, PugetownOnOurFlight.org, and there's an application. You just download it, fill it out, send it in. So does does the individual have to do that application, or can someone do that for somebody? So if, like I did it for Fred. Okay. And for Louise. Okay. So the kids could do it, maybe right. friends. Yeah. Uh, okay. But if they're able to do it themselves, they're more than, than welcome to. Okay. You can apply to be a guardian. Well, I'm, I'm asking partly because like, if there's a listener out there right now um, that isn't the veteran themselves, 
but maybe know somebody who that this would be a great honor for them. I didn't know if they could just put in an application for someone or or not. And is there an age limit? There is not an age limit, uh, but you do have to be a veteran. Okay. And they do give. I'm only asking a little the- bit. I'm, I'm going to throw a little. He's going to hate me for doing this. My brother just got diagnosed with bone cancer. Hmm. And I don't know that he's ever had an opportunity like this. And now I'm, I'm sitting here thinking, you know, he's, he's in the Northwest right now finishing up his time at Boeing, actually. He's waiting for his medical retirement because he turns 55 this year. So, Reba, they actually give preference to someone who is terminally ill. Okay. And they would take precedence over um, someone else on the wait list. Okay. That's maybe good for me to know. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and can it be a veteran from any branch of service? So they give, um, they, they give for choice to World War II veterans. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Certainly and makes sense. Just so we can, you know, get them all there. Yeah. They're the older and they deserve generation. it. Absolutely. 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 And I think then, the next group are Korean. Korean Correct. would yeah. be, yeah. yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm. sure. And then, and then Vietnam. Vietnam. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Because I know veterans basically from almost... Every conflict that's been out there. So, okay. Yeah. Kind awesome. of running out of World War Twos. I know. It's, yeah. it's You know, there's, there's yeah. just fewer and fewer. And, and that's I don't where... think there's anybody from World War One anymore, right? Mm. No, I don't think I so. I don't think, think so. so. I, I think I remember a I news story when they said the last, the yeah. last one. Yeah. But, well, I think at the rate yeah. right now, it's um, 640 uh, World War Two veterans pass away each day. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so we need to get on this. So what's it take to get somebody? And I'm not saying the application. What's, you know, you've got the process and you've got the people who get them organized and go, but what's the cost behind this and what's your goal with the fundraiser that's coming up? So it costs approximately $1,000 per veteran to be able to send them um, and have everything pre-planned. And it doesn't cost anything to the to the veteran. That's why we're doing what we're doing. And we just want people to be supportive and they can... Um, contact me directly or go to PugetSoundHonorFlight.org and donate okay. um, if they if there's someone out there who would like to donate an an, an item for an auction mm-hmm. they can contact me um, directly at Merrill Gardens. Okay, are there things you're looking for specifically right now? Or? I have gotten so many great things. There isn't anything in particular. I mean, I have. Um, gift baskets and wine bottles and um, tickets to the Mariners game and then tickets to the Seahawks games. I mean, it's just lots of jewelry. Um, okay. Just all sorts of things that um, if – Do you, you have like people doing like we'll do a dinner for you? Yes. That kind of we experience? We have lots of um, certificates from local restaurants. Um, okay. Uh, hotels, little getaways. Um, there's just – so Quite there's something for everybody. Absolutely. Absolutely. No and matter if, what your tastes are, because maybe you don't drink wine, but I do. Uh, and many others around here do. I'd Hence like all to. the right. 500. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Fred's with me on this one. <laughs> He's like, I'm, I'm We'll in. be toasting. Yeah. We can be do, some, do some toasting. But okay. if the, anyone has any questions, they can always contact me. I, I'll. Okay. Can I give out my phone number? Absolutely. Absolutely. Please do. You can call me at Merrill Gardens, which is 425 425- Two three five six four zero zero, or you could email me, which is l i, l i, a, and one more a, so double a, at merrillgardens.com. Okay, so Lilia a at merrillgardens.com. Yes, got it. Excellent. And again, the website is pugetsoundhonorflight.org. Correct. Is that right? Yes. And and I, you got it in fact, right. I'm just looking at the website. There's a there's a there's a link which says get involved. 
Mm-hmm. And if you uh, if you were to click on that link, there is also a button there called donate. And uh, yeah. for anybody interested and intrigued by this this fantastic program, can, yeah. can jump on there right now and 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 donate. There should be videos in there too, all for and people to look and see trips. what it's like. Excellent. So people yeah. can, besides hearing a little bit about it, they can go in there, yeah. experience a little yeah. bit more, see what someone's going to benefit from. So you said it's about a thousand dollars per veteran, but you Correct. mentioned that your son went with. As well. So is the guardian going with the veteran paying for their own way? The guardian or? does pay. It's yeah. okay. um, it's about $900 for the guardian to okay. go. And, and But it's all completely everything. organized. Everything's okay. done. The food, the flight, the, all the museums, everything. Okay. Everything's covered. Okay. Well, that's fantastic. So I know we're getting to where we need to start wrapping this up. But one more time, because you can never say it enough times. Give us your phone number one more time. 425 235 Six four zero zero, or my email is l i l i a a at merrillgardens.com. Okay, and Merrill Gardens, by the way, is m e r r i l l. Correct. Okay, we want to make sure people Correct. can find that correctly because yes, I'm sure that could be spelled lots of different ways. Fred Charles, thank you so much for coming on the show today, and thank you for your service, sir. Yes, absolutely. absolutely. And Lily, I thank you so much for coming on and thank telling us so about this program. I'm really, us. really pleased to have had you guys on today. Thank, thank you, you for the opportunity. It's been fun. Our pleasure. Right. Join us next week on Open House with Team Reba every Tuesday at 3 o'clock. Thank you for listening to Open House with Team Reba. To contact us, visit Team Reba at re slash Max Metro East Side on Facebook or email info at teamreba.com. Join us again next Tuesday at 3 for more Open House with Team Reba here on Business Radio 1300 KKOL. Program sponsored by Team Reba of Remax Metro East Side and Eric Osnes of Home Street Bank Home Mortgage.